Sorry. It's okay. too loud. <laughs> oh! What? Welcome to The Ugly God. Truth. This is episode 590. Ugh. Ugh. Producer Dub wrote down the oh. buttons, what all the buttons are, so there's no more going, what Which is one? this? What does this one do? Oh. There's not Just that many, though, by the way. No, but we're going to add a couple. There's not, I think there's eight total, and yet you still one, have two, to peck three, around. Four, <laughs> I have to count. You're like, every time. <laughs> one, two. Yes, so it's all, but we're actually going to um, add a few uh, different buttons for different things. We're going to re- right. replace, because why do we need this? <laughs> we don't. We don't. No, we don't need <laughs> so, that So anyway, one. welcome to the ugly truth. Hello, Stephanie. Buenos dias. I know. <laughs> Hola, senora. Yeah. Como estas? Oh, I'm still coming off of the tail end of our COVID. Yes. So the big news of the week, we both got COVID. Yeah. At the exact same time. <laughs> same time. And you know what? I don't think we gave it to each other. I don't think we gave it to each other either. That's the irony. There's no way. No. Because you were gone. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we literally <clears throat> saw each other and within, what, 48 hours we were ill, both of us? Well, here's the problem that I'm concerned with. I, I know I didn't give it to you, but I had been struggling with what I thought were allergies mm-hmm. for almost two days. Mm. Never got a sore throat, which is the number one symptom of COVID coming on is a sore throat. Never got it. Right. Um, my eyes were watering. My nose was running and I was sneezing like a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like so much. And, and I'm like, allergies. I'm like, oh my God, everything's dying. And here's the thing. I know in my gut when I'm trying to convince myself that it's not what I, I think it is. So I like publicly project and I said, oh, it's fall. Everything's dying and my allergies are in full swing. Yeah. Knowing full well, there's something little voice going, oh. it's not allergies. Not me. I was but completely shocked. I had no symptoms of the... And now, I had Omicron in January. Ugh. And when I got it, I was dead. Like, super yeah. duper sick. I had a super sore throat, fever, super lethargic. I felt like shit. Yeah. This time, I didn't feel like shit until like day three, which was so weird. When you called me, you're all, Jamie, I have COVID. And I'm like, oh, no. And so I immediately ran and got a test while I was on the phone with you. Yeah, I know. I heard Swabbing you my nostrils. Like, okay, God. <laughs> Daryl tested. Malia Darryl tested. Has, did anybody else end up testing? Nobody COVID? else Just got you. COVID. I was the yeah. only one, which was so bizarre. And even to this day, got sick as a dog, recovered. Still no one got COVID. Wow. It's so odd. But yeah. what was so weird about ours is that, I mean, did you get a sore throat? I was definitely ill. That day I talked to you on the phone mm-hmm. was my, definitely my best day. I had no idea what was coming. Oh, my God. I got super, super, super sick. And in fact, that day mm-hmm. that I called you, I knew something was weird. It, You're like, like, this is not well, normal. Well, I mean, like, I knew, I was like, okay, you haven't been sick with the flu or a cold mm-hmm. in a really long time. Right. So maybe you just forgot what it feels like to feel like shit, you know? Right. So I was trying to just muscle through mm-hmm. um, and take Advil, and that was really the only thing that made me feel better. But yeah. at some point during my work day, this is lovely for the people I work with, I was just like, something is just weird. I'm like, I just don't feel normal. I just, mm-hmm. I feel like I can't do this. Like, I can't power through. Right. So I went into the uh, a conference room at my office, and I took the test. I mean, it was seconds. Same. My COVID test came yeah. up. They're like, give it 15 minutes. I'm like, okay. So oh, I put no. it in there. I'm like, um, it's positive. Mine was like 15 seconds. <laughs> it was so fast. The second the liquid hit the, the strip, it turned yeah, positive. I couldn't too. believe it. Yeah, couldn't I was really, it. really shocked. So then I, wa- I walk out, and I run smack into my boss. 
Like he was walking somewhere else. You're like, I have come And I, I must have had a look on my face. He's like, what? I'm like, You're all, uh. well, I told him I was going. I was like, you know what? I'm going to mm-hmm. step away for a few minutes because I thought I'd be gone for a little while. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm not, I feel weird. I'm going to go take this test. Mm. So when he saw me, he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm positive. And he's like, boop, boop, boop. That's <laughs> like three steps backwards. He's like, oh, well. <laughs> Okay. You better leave. Yeah. I was like, do I have to go home? He's like, yes. You're like, what? Well, it was for the best because you were sick. You I didn't turn my good. out of office on. I changed my voicemail. <laughs> I, you know, I had to do some things. Right. Everyone else around me is like, get out. They're all do all of this from home, please. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so when I hit COVID, of course, Daryl, um, he had to travel to New York for business. Oh, goodness. Um, like three or four days. No, not even. It was, it oh, was not sucks. even a week later. A couple days. And so. And leave you ill. So like he needs, no, I, I don't need the assistance from him. <laughs> no, it's hapless. It's honestly, I wasn't thinking that I was in my room. I basically quarantined in my room the whole time mm-hmm. and no one came in there. I'm like, I could be dead in here. <laughs> I could have passed out or be on the floor and no one would know. So this is what happened. First of all, I wasn't well, obviously I right. didn't feel good. So I tested on day three positive. I go in and I say, I've got it. And so he tests, he's like, okay, well, I'm still negative. And he goes, I have to, he looks at me as if I've done this on purpose. He's like, do you have any idea? What he looks done? at me and he goes, I have to go to New York in like three days. And I'm like, okay, so what do you want me to do? Wear a mask in my own house? He's like, well, maybe. Yeah, I did actually. He goes, yeah, probably. And I said, all right, fine. So I'm already not feeling good. So I'm already hurt emotionally. So I go upstairs with my tea and I'm just sitting watching some shit show. And I think it was Sister Wives actually decided to catch up I because I was so, so many things. Oh, yeah, me too. Then he comes in like an hour later. He goes, hey, you don't have to wear a mask in your own home. I'm, I, I should not have said that to you. I go, is this your form of an apology? Because I had sent him a text from upstairs and I said, your cold dismissal of me was shocking when you found out I was diseased. It was shocking. And so he comes in and goes, hey, you don't have to wear a mask in your own home. Oh, I don't? Well, thank you. And I said, is this your form? <laughs> I said, sorry. I go, is this your form of an apology? He goes, well, I'm really, I'm sorry that I said that. It, it's not necessary. I go, that's not an apology. Mm. He goes, I go, you're being a dick. Yeah, you're actually not sorry at all. You're, you're, you're just like... I, he goes, I, it was a knee-jerk reaction. I go, it was your honest reaction. Yeah. Let's not be foolish. Let's stop acting like you were lying. Yeah. You were serious. <laughs> That's how you felt. You were like, damn you. So after I, after I told his children <laughs> on text what he had done, I said, they're all, make him sleep in the extra bedroom. I'm like, done. I was totally wondering. We, we record in this room, mm-hmm. and at the bed is very nicely made, and there's no cat on it. No, no one. So I said, you're going to sleep in the extra room then until you go to New York, because I don't want to, I don't want to give you my disease. Yeah. And he's just like, and you know what it reminded me of, Stephanie, this whole thing? What? By the way, he refused. He goes, if I get it, I get it. I'm sleeping with my wife. Well, be t- oh, God. He didn't say it like that, but, but he's I like, what you I mean. don't want to sleep in the other room. I know what you mean. Right. So anyway, what it reminded me of, and I was telling Mackenzie about it, and I said, your father reminded me of something that I saw a nurse say once. When a woman gets diagnosed with cancer, and it's going to be a hard fight, she's not going to die necessarily, but it's going to be a hard-ass yeah. fight. They said 50% more percentage of husbands leave their wives during cancer treatment good lord it's very common that's very and all these nurses are like can confirm it's very common for for husbands to leave their wives and find some healthy young thing 
because they just Some can't do it. Free wife. Yes, and oh if God. the wife recovers, they beg for forgiveness and want to come back. Oh God. Anyway, so I'm like, that's what it reminds me of. It's like the second I got ill, you're like, well, I can't have anything to do with oh, this. Oh, good lord. Well, <laughs> no. I actually, you know, what's funny is I have a fr- we had a friend, a very mm-hmm. very dear friend, mm-hmm. who passed away from cancer and mm-hmm. had been married for almost uh, like 30 years mm. and. The last year of her life was probably the worst year for their marriage. It was horrible. Interesting, see? Really, really bad. I think um, they had a difficult marriage anyway. Already. Then you compile like a real illness. I don't think they were, I think that they had contemplated, like we all do Mm -hmm. in 30 years, at one one point or another, I could see cracks where they were considering, one of them may have been considering divorce, but they never Mm -hmm. went through with it. Sure, They never even separated, to be honest. But um, then she got sick. But then she got sick. Mm-hmm. And literally, I think he was like, okay. And she was terminal and they knew it. Oh, so God. they there was no fight to be had. Sure. It was just how long can we keep her alive? Sure. So For I, the children. They didn't have children. Oh, okay. But they, um, no, it was just like, well, you know, you don't abandon your spouse who's going to, who's inevitably going to die. You, you really shouldn't. Even if you've <laughs> had a shitty 30 year marriage, yeah, you, you know, really at shouldn't. this point you're going to be free in like 18 months. So yeah. Put cares? in your time, you dick. He couldn't do it. <gasps> couldn't do it. So he did leave. He didn't leave, but he, he did things like, um, sold her things while she was still alive, <gasps> got rid of her favorite things while she was in front of her, you know, like she was so we- ill. She couldn't physically stop what him. A way to go. But yes. You know what? I couldn't even wait for her to be dead and sold her Ferrari from the garage. I don't even know how to respond. Le- oh, Jerry, my husband was, cause he was really the one that was the good friend mm-hmm. was literally beside himself. It's like, so shocking yeah. isn't it he, if there was anything he could have done he would have but that's just such a personal thing you know death birth and weddings make people act crazy yeah you think you would never he do was it so cruel i we couldn't it's neither one of us could get over it we i'd were be just like, like the fuck you know I'd be like what is the motive here what did she do to you he, that made you want to act well like this? she was a very controlling person and oh, so he always felt go. like she, she was she was always the, the one to wear the pants in the family got it she finally had no power so he's like i'm everything and i'm doing it in front of you wow which that is, is what a, that's the part i had a hard time I'm like look she's literally going to be dead and, and you, you can, can do whatever anything you want. you want to do i'm like he's why? like no i need to punish her for 30 years he did wow. as she's dying wow. yeah what horrible. a really nice guy well yeah. i've um, always wished i'd ran into him because he actually lives local i'm ooh. like well, let me run into him what do you look like bill you look like shit <sighs> um they were both old what i was gonna say anyway i I have had the misfortune of knowing a lot of women who have battled cancer with with her husbands and not one of them had ever left. So this was all shocking information to Mm. me. But I definitely told, you know, people, I'm like, this is what happens. This is this is just a peak of what men do. And I guess the overwhelming thing is because they just can't take it. Well, it's all that they say. I think it's about about power. I, control, I mean. I don't control. They can't control what they're seeing, and they just can't take it. Maybe because they can't fix it. They say that marriages break up a lot when you lose a child. Oh yeah, like, and I never mm-hmm. understood that. I thought oh, of I, all the times, you know, you you'd you, think they'd come together. You would because mm-hmm. you—that's the one thing in this world that in a marriage unites you. That unites you, and you both equally love usually. Mm-hmm. 
So if, with, if a child dies, like, why turn on each other? I just, I don't know. I think there's probably a lot of blame of what of shoulda, woulda, coulda kind but of what stuff. what if it was just something, like, neither person could literally control, you I know? I don't know, man. I think, you know, people, when you're hurt, you can find a reason. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Or they just, people grieve differently, yeah. you know, and that probably can cause a rift because, like. It's very common. So now I, now I know yeah. if you get cancer, you're probably getting divorced. <laughs> and if you lose a child. Or you're just going to be alone and you're going to have to rely right. on women to help you because that seems to be the the thing anyway yes so once he apologized for treating me like I was a disease and (laughs) he couldn't be around me he doubled down on the care and he's like what can Uh, I get you what can I do and I'm like I don't want anything at all and so um it was like day four or five and I was feeling better and then my taste and smell went away. <laughs> you told me when we were texting. And I'm sitting there and I'm eating. I had made red beans and rice with some andouille sausage. And I'm like, I had made it before. And I, I'm like, oh, this will be really good. Nice yeah. and spicy. We're sitting on the couch. And I'm. this is the first meal I've had in like three days. So I take a bite and I'm all, hmm, I didn't <laughs> add enough salt. But I can taste the spice. I mean, I, I can feel that Barely, it's spicy. Yeah. But I can't taste it's anything. It's weird, isn't it? So I took a couple bites and I'm like, no. no. And so I turned to Daryl and he goes, what? He goes, I go, do you like it? He goes, yeah, it's delicious. It's so flavorful, la, la, la. And I go, I can't taste anything. <laughs> and I started crying. <laughs> I started to cry. And I'm like, it's day five. I thought I was recovering. What's going oh, on? That's what happened to me, though. I know. And you was, started laughing. I did laugh because I was like, you've got to be <laughs> kidding me. I'm like, I was in the shower. <laughs> I'm like, why can't I? I thought my shampoo went bad. That's hilarious. I was like, it's. It, I got a bad bottle. I'm like, this oh, one yeah. is usually really strong. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I was shoving up your nostrils. I was. I, then I did the bar of soap. I like literally just oh doing everything. God. I'm like, okay, no, it's me. I'm like, and then I laughed. I'm like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, God. And I tried. So he goes, hold on. I'm going to get the most saltiest thing I can <laughs> think of. He went to McDonald's and bought me a quarter pounder oh and fries. Yum. And so I know normally it would be something, and I indulge in that maybe twice a year. Same. <clears throat> Not very often because no, it's I a know. salt bomb. It's just terrible for and you. And I just turn into, I look pregnant after I eat it. <laughs> My fingers get swollen. Everything. And so, so bad for you. I took a bite and he goes, well, and I'm all, I can't taste any. Nothing. I literally, I go, I can tell it's salty. That's what's weird is like, I can tell it's salty, but, you couldn't but taste I can't the, taste it. And I could thing. barely smell anything. So my taste and smell have slowly returned, but everything tastes weird. Everything. Yeah, mine's just not fully back to like. And nothing tastes uh, normal. Nothing's umptious. I, what I did find when I was going through this, um, the first and second day were the worst for sure. Mm-hmm. Lemonade was the only really? thing that I could remotely taste and i couldn't even taste because it's tart i'm thinking thinking the lemons whatever Mm -hmm. but it was the only thing that is weird yeah because i was literally getting no satisfaction from gatorade or nothing i was like god i'm just just i could i might as well just drink water because everything tasted Mm -hmm. the same i drink a ton of water and tea but what was weird is i'm like well what kind of uh texture do i feel like putting in my mouth today i know right Protein it's texture, strange. rice texture. It just was so un. It was satisfying. So yeah, yeah. Like literally. So my appetite isn't even back yet. You know but what's funny is I was just gonna say. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, no, you're fine. I, I, the one thing I'll say about this COVID crap that mm-hmm, I had mm-hmm. is that I was hungry the whole time. I didn't even get the benefit <laughs> of not eating. I was literally like, I'm still hungry. I feel like, I feel like shit. Like I want to die. Did your throat hurt? But I'm starving. No. I Mine didn't get, either. Uh-uh. Mine didn't either. And I'm like, I don't, if this is Omicron, it's, 
I either had a very mild case because I mm. never got a sore throat. I, I did get a fever, but it wasn't oh God, that bad. I did. But it was mostly my nose and um, my eyes watering. I didn't even get much of a headache or oh anything. Oh, God, I did. That was the worst part for me was the first 48 oh, no. hours. I yeah. had the chills. I had a high fever. I had the worst headache of my life. Oh. And and my back was aching. I think you did have an omnicron. I was literally like, yeah. like in my bed, yes. like so miserable. Like, please, God. I was like. Yeah. Oh. And I don't know if it's because I had the third booster. I'm thinking that. Because I was not. so mad. I'm like, okay, of course, you don't get the booster. <laughs> and now you get this. Yeah. And now you feel like, because I was like, why am I so sick? I'm freaking mm-hmm. vaccinated. I was like, God. Well, you are. You are. But I don't know. This COVID thing apparently is going to come back in full force. And hopefully people are vaccinated. And I'm like, I hope so too. I don't want anybody. I don't want anyone else I mean, to I'm die. I'm vaccinated. Yeah. But I just thought, God, if this is what you, how you get it when you're vaccinated. Right. Like how would I have gotten it if I was completely not? You would be, you could be hospitalized. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I did not. Mm-mm. Oh yeah. It was I horrible. did not enjoy it. So anyway, yeah. Testament to vaccinations to prevent hospitalization. I'm yeah. a big fan. Yep. Um, all right, you bitch. Not you. The COVID. <laughs> I meant COVID. I know. COVID, you bitch. Like, oh, I thought you were going to be like, well, I got to talk to you about something. No. Stop. Oh, my God. No. Oh, so I have a topic for today's discussion for okay. the bulk of the show. is called dra- just drama. Just drama. Oh, drama in general. So much drama. We'll, we'll get into the sister wives and Kanye and all that stuff. But God, that freak of a leash. Seriously. <laughs> God, he's weird. So, you know, I've been into the genealogy of our family. Yes, I have heard lately. It's been amazing because I'm finding these long, I mean, because we were, we come from people who literally came here when they discovered America. Like the Mayflower people? Yes. But but a lot of our relatives were sent over afterwards, you know, just, Uh you know, part, and it's, there weren't that many people. But anyway, because of that, they're all basically from England, a lot of Uh them. Yeah. And there's just a ton of history because England is one of the oldest right. countries in the world. Right. And so you can go back pretty far. Mm-hmm. So Daryl's are as well, right? So like a lot of his relatives were like knights and, oh, wow. you know, stuff like that. And ours were, <clears throat> of course, wealthy. Cousins. They had no. Oh, ours were wealthy. <laughs> we had wealth. We had wealth. And I don't know why. I'm like, why did you come here then? Because yeah. this is not, you know, but they wanted a new life or whatever. Like right. I found a line yesterday where um we come from and it's like 14th cousin removed or something it's insanely Uh far away because it was like the 14 or 1500s they were prominent clothiers and shoemakers Uh like they were like super wealthy and they were like one of our cousins became the first mayor of massachusetts yeah i think you told me about that one yeah 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 so well, then, we always knew we were royal somewhere, some or just of wealth. Yeah, that we were not meant for this life. We really we're weren't meant for this life. So I don't know how it happened. I don't either. We had some farmers too, so maybe that's it. <sighs> but anyway, so on our father's because side, because everyone in our damn bloodline marries for love. You know, damn what? it, true story. Stupid facts. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, don't marry for for wealth and status like Thank normal you, people, right? Have an affair with the rose gardener after that and be yeah, in love just, with him. Exactly. Just have the love on the side, but marry for the status exactly. and the cash. The generational wealth would have been nice. I know, right? Jesus. Um, on our father's side, because it's much more difficult because yes. they're from Mexico and all the Spain, stuff. I thought, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm struggling with that. <laughs> it's I'm, like we're all over the map still. I'm trying, but it's mostly Mexico, predom- okay. like predominantly Mexican. Um, however, doing some closer research, I had told you a while ago that our grandmother, our dad's mother, mm-hmm. she married our supposed grandfather, 
in the forties. Well, what I found out the other day is they got married twice. Oh, he's a sucker for punishment. Married and divorced in two years and then remarried a year later on Valentine's day. How interesting. Divorced again, two years after that. Oh, shocking. Yeah. I didn't know. I had no idea. Yeah. I thought it was a mistake. And then I was looking at the paper <laughs> going, uh, no, this Valentine's Day marriage is different. Completely this different. This is not year. the same. Oh my gosh. They got married in Detroit. And I'm like, So what? fun. So I'm like, well, I need to investigate this. Well, right. Well, at least it's more paper for you to follow. Exactly. Because that's one of the big things you've been having, you've been struggling with. Yes. Only with thing that. that sucks is you have to pay for fucking everything. I know, right? Nothing is free. And it's not cheap either. No, it's like it's hundred dollars so here. It's so expensive. Expensive. And I'm like, you guys hiding those secrets behind dollars. So drama, the sister wives drama is real. It is. And so I finally caught up. Yeah. Yes. I'm totally caught up while we were sick. Mm -hmm. Right. So I ended up watching all episodes. Yes. Now there's an episode this evening, which it's it's really not going to matter because unfortunately, because it's TLC, they give us just little nuggets of info every week to keep us coming back. Right. Little pellets. I don't even know why. It's the dumbest show. It's not a dumb show. but It is I, a dumb show. I don't know why I'm still hanging on. All I know is watching. this. The concept of the show 10 or 12 seasons ago, whenever yeah. it would, came out, was we're going to show you that polygamy is healthy and normal and it's just like every other American family it just in has the a country. Stigma. Yeah. It just has this weird stigma. When in reality, at this point, it's been proven polygamy doesn't yeah. work. Well, it's true. And I mean, more so, these people have been riding this reality TV gravy train, which has ruined many normal, not normal, traditional, what we consider Reality TV marriages. ruins marriages. It really does. It does. I, yeah. In a million years, if somebody said, hey, you want to be a show? Be absolutely not. Yeah. No, no, not if you don't want to destroy your entire life and no, your family. I'm yeah. not interested. I, it, the idea of losing Daryl or my siblings would kill me. Right. For what? Well, it's just such a narcissistic endeavor. For what? A one six figure year or yeah. two? No, 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 no. Yeah. None of those people are making the kind of money that would be worth no they're not kardashians no everybody thinks they'll be the kardashians and it's never gonna happen no and actually the kardashians you know love them or hate them they don't make most of their money on the show anymore no but it helps them push their brand oh for sure Mm -hmm. but i mean that's what i'm saying it's like you know they could their shows could go away right now and they would all be billionaires oh for sure for sure but anyway yeah so um cody is completely has fallen apart yeah he is a complete mess Yes. And he is saying and doing things without thinking. I don't understand his whole, like, I get that some of us are more conservative when it comes to our approach with COVID. Mm-hmm. He's insane. He's, He's even... living as though we're still in the very beginning where we didn't have vaccines and we didn't mm-hmm. know what was happening. You know, yeah, it was all scary. And we all did. We all did what we had to do because we thought, you know, God, in the, the first world, few we're months, all going to die. In yeah. the first few months of COVID, everybody stayed at home. Right. Ordered delivery. No one talked to anybody. Totally. Everybody wore masks. All the things. Yes. And he was and he was in line with all of it. Right. And then everybody's like, look, we have to live our lives. Like, well, my daughter needs surgery. Uh, three years later. Blah, blah, three blah. Three years later. And, and this now is, we can all be vaccinated. Well, and the stuff that we're watching now was filmed a year ago. I get it. But I mean, but a year ago, we none were, of them are vaccinated. A year ago, I went to Hawaii with two shots. Yeah. It's not like people weren't living lives. No. So it's like everybody was getting vaccinated. People were wearing masks on planes and whatever we can still do a lot of things to keep ourselves safer than we did before but you still have to live your life but you have to live your life and he's just like no everyone just stay where you are yeah i think it's just an excuse a hundred percent he just wants to be with robin and those kids and he does not want to and that's his good excuse like well everybody else is risking their lives so i'll just i'm just gonna stay with her and the thing is is i think everybody believes that cody is using covid to divorce himself 
from the rest right. of the wives. Why doesn't he just admit it? What is the problem? Because he's an egomaniac. Yeah, I and guess. I mean, you know what? He is a narcissist. And I feel totally. like that word gets thrown around a lot when it comes to men, but he truly is. A no, narcissist. he really is. Yeah. He is somebody whose ego is so self inflated. Somebody said something the other day. They go, he doesn't, he believes his hype to a hundred percent. Yeah. Like he doesn't think he's wrong. No, ever. he really doesn't. And he will re, he will retell his truth and believe it. Oh, for sure. And I'm like, uh, yeah. And you know, that's not an uncommon trait in no. people anymore who are that level of conservative it's or true. crazy. And it's not even about politics really, but he does come from an incredibly conservative background yeah, where sure. men are at the top of the food chain. Definitely. When he told the wives, he's like, and he said it in an exhausting tone. He's like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to take back the patriarchy. And you're either going to be in it or you're not. And I'm like. <laughs> and Janelle was like, I didn't know I married into a patriarchy. She's like, I didn't sign up for this. She's like, what the hell are you talking about? And I'm like, actually, Janelle, you 100% did sign up for the patriarchy. Yeah. That's why you're a fucking polygamist wife. That's yeah. what they do. In fact, you're lucky you're not wearing a dress all goddamn day and hoe in the back. <laughs> yeah. No, they're just like the mod Basically, that they're just. The show has. It cannot possibly go on much longer. There's oh, nothing God, no. left. So, yeah, the kids it's, are all grown, and they're all living normal lives, by the way. Not one of them is polygamous. None of them are polygamous. None of them want to be. They all have kids. They're just literally, like, grown up and done, and we're, it's boring now. The fact that Janelle and Christine's children are on the outs with Cody, their own father, mm -hmm. is, that to me, it's when you... He, at some point, he you would think he would sit around going, "Is it me? Am I the?" He trouble? reminds me of you know. He kind of I hate to say this, but he kind of reminds me of, in a in a small way of our dynamic as a family when we were young. Oh, for sure. Our Stephanie. dad, mom used to always say this all the time that our dad was the best dad when we were little. Yeah, it was only because all yep. you have to do is like feed them and keep them alive, and they're and, cute and they love you unconditionally. And, right? They don't see your flaws. You can tell them what to do all the time, and they do it because you know, they want to please well, you. They're little, yeah. yeah. And so, but it was only when we got to a certain age, mm -hmm. once we hit eleven or twelve, mm -hmm. that everything went to shit. You yeah, know? because we actually decided to have an opinion. We had friends. Yeah. We had influences. Right. We saw the real world and went, "Oh, this is not the way I want to live my life." Yeah. and that's when things go. And I shitty. think it's very similar for Cody, which is yes. why he's with Robin because her kids are little. They are not little. Well, her, not all of them. The ones he adopted aren't, but their children together. I think she's, they've got like a six-year-old. They have a, a, Solomon is 10 or 11 and Ari is six. Yeah. So That's I mean, little. It's, yes. Considering that the rest of his kids are grown adults, you know, with their own kids, a lot of them. <laughs> Robin says they're, they're the tender aged children. I know. Shut up. She's the worst. I hate her. Why Ugh. does she look so ugly? She's just. What is she doing? Why she, is she wearing? Why is she suddenly becoming an, a geriatric? I don't know. Like she used to be so beautiful and cute. Like, yeah. look, I don't want to be. You know, I I'm not saying that she wasn't really manipulative, but yeah. you know, this is. And I've always maintained this stance when it comes to the sister wives. Robin came in with training from her mother. Yeah. And she's just like, you have to be the whore. You have to be the one that seduces and well, constantly. Well, the youngest wife usually is, right? Yes, because they're the youngest and the prettiest exactly. and the fertile. You know, she's having yep. the children. And you always have to make it that way. And she has maintained forever that she loved having sister wives so that when he was gone, she could do all the dirty work. So when he got there, it was just a, it was a. It was easy breezy. It was a getaway. It was yeah. a getaway it was for like him. It's like being newlyweds all the time. All the time. And now it's, now she's got this grizzled pale ugly eyebrowed look 
She's no longer. I know her eyebrows. No longer oh. coloring. She's no longer coloring Robin, her hair. Robin, your eyebrows. I know, right? The highlights are gone. She curls these Nellie Olsen curls. Yeah, it's like she's, I don't know what she's doing, but I noticed that definitely for sure. I'm like. She is worn out. She's like, I want this man to have other wives. That is what I was promised. Yeah. And, and Get she's out! just. There's a scene and they haven't shown it yet where she and Mary, and Mary goes, well, we just need to rebuild. And I'm like what because cody's like i don't think polygamy works and they're like dude we need more wives and i'm like like get another wife and then we'll see if polygamy still doesn't work i wonder if janelle's gonna leave that's the big question did janelle leave i don't think so i don't think she has to i don't think she thinks she can do any better than what she's doing i think her self-esteem is that low even though she doesn't necessarily come off that way the thing is is that her life does not require a husband no so she's just living her best life and she's like i see cody when i see him you know, Robin can deal with his bullshit yeah. and I'm just going to go deal with my, you know, and have my kids. she swears that they still have sex. She's like, it, you know, she doesn't say like, oh, it's all the time or whatever. She says, I get what I need from Cody. Yeah. So I think it's, she's probably doesn't have a high sex drive. It's not like well, we have to do it every day. Listen, these women are in their fifties, <clears throat> man. It's yeah, not so the same. Like, Look, if we do it twice a year, I'm good. As long as I still know that he's still, we have some kind of intimate relationship, I'm fine with that. <clears throat> when Christine said she goes, what, twice a year, birthday and anniversary, like that's when I get laid. Is that uh, what she said? She mentioned that in oh. a discussion that she and Cody would have. She goes, what, twice a year, like that's supposed to be enough. And I'm like, bitch, <laughs> birthday and anniversary, that's it? Ooh. Right. Well, he's got three other women to service. <sighs> but he doesn't. No, he really doesn't. He would, he would rather die. Mary says they haven't had sex in 10 years. If she, if he put his penis in Mary, she would literally explode. Yeah. She, she would know, literally explode. I feel so bad for her because she's so desperate. You know what I mean? Like she still loves him. I don't feel sorry for her. Well, I don't feel sorry for her in the sense. I just, I think she looks, she's pathetic. If I had a friend who was like that, I'd oh, be like, God. you know what? We can't be friends anymore until you pick your ass up off the ground know, and stop right? worshiping this curly haired brillo pad of a human and he hates you and he literally has i mean what more does he have to say to you he literally summoned like move away he's like move away (laughs) he literally said you should move away yeah and then she's like well (laughs) i don't think he realized what he said i'm like yes he absolutely knew what he was saying he's like what more i basically said cody's gonna have to die to get rid of her He's yeah. gonna have to fucking. I mean, die. and what she doesn't get is that the longer she stays, the more pathetic she looks in his eyes. Like he's just like you are so. Pathetic. I think that she has an ego. I think <sighs> she's like she has said it multiple times. I started this family. I am not leaving it. And I mean that yeah. is a that is a hill to die on. I guess so. You're gonna be buried on a girl because yeah. no one cares. She got the Ross deal. Uh, well, she didn't get the Ross deal. She couldn't have kids. She had the one kid, and that, that was all- is. A bad thing in polygamy too, man. For sure. They yeah. say that, that women who can't have children are, are being punished they're by useless. God. Well, they oh. say they're being punished by God, that there's okay. a reason why you can't have children. That's he's dumb. he's not given you the blessings. Whatever. And so you're a bad person. That's so stupid. It but is okay. so pa- it's first of all, polygamy, bad. Yeah. Agreed. It does it should be illegal. It doesn't it should not exist. Yeah. I just I mean, I don't see anybody doing it successfully that's happy. Women have no business being corralled by one man like like fucking cattle it's disgusting to me yeah fine make it legal if women want to consent fine but then you have children who suffer and it's true that's where i have a problem with it yep and i'll be watching it again this evening to find out what happens well i mean you know honestly we've always been fans of watching people make fools of themselves and we are born for judging exactly (laughs) like it's perfect for us 
Right. And you can do it in the comfort of your own home and you can be as mean as you want. And no, and one no one's going to say you. anything. Yeah. yeah. You know, right. I mean, now it's like, oh, you know, now it's like, God forbid, say anything about someone's fake boobs on social media. That's hating women. What happened to women promoting women? I'm okay, like, I know. shut up. I know. I was literally, I cannot can't. even remember what it was, but it was something that made me mad that I was watching on social media and I wanted to say something, but I was like, you know what? Don't, because it's going to be like, <laughs> whatever happened to building women, building up other women, we shouldn't bring, we always bring each other down. I'm like, because sometimes you do stupid shit and you look like a fool. Have you ever, yeah, have you ever met a woman? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a real woman. Come on. I was listening to a, I was watching a standup show um, last night and I normally really like her, but I think her show taped during the overturning of Roe v. Wade. So she was very built up about women and and how we're all being fine. Be political. It's your show. You can do whatever the fuck you want. But there were a couple of things that she said that were quite funny. She said um, she went to Italy with her husband after her. She had a baby and she felt really ugly because in Italy specifically, everybody looks like models. Right. And she's like, I felt like a troll sitting there going, eat more Parmesan and all the food. And I felt so fat because I just had a baby and it wasn't, you know, I ruined the trip. Right. I ruined the trip. I admit it. I, I ruined our trip. And I said, I just feel so ugly. And then I was talking to one of these gorgeous Italian women. And I'm like, how do you guys stay so thin and eat all of this pasta and this ham and the cheese? Everything that's so And she's like, we smoke cigarettes and we don't eat processed foods. Ugly American, you know? (laughs) And she's like, she's right. She's right. But um, she's like, and then my husband goes, well, I think you're beautiful. Of course. And she's like, it's not about you. (laughs) I have said that a thousand times to Daryl. I'm like, I give zero fucks what you think about me. I mean, I'm glad you love me. Right, right, right. But I am my worst critic. Exactly. Worst critic, and I don't give a shit that you think I'm beautiful. Yeah, to that write this literally minute. means nothing. To it me. means nothing to me yeah. because I've seen your exes. Okay, <laughs> let's be real. I've seen who you've fucked. Right. That really doesn't carry much weight. <laughs> right, right. Right. In fact, it makes me question myself. Oh God. <laughs> and then so, they, I, well, at least Daryl's not dumb enough to defend any of those women. He would, he would never. In fact, Jerry, he goes, Jerry will. He'll make some very really? feeble attempts. Like he won't. He'll say something like, so not interested in bashing women. No, 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 no. Like if I say something about his ex, I'm like, look, (laughs) she's always been ugly. I know you didn't think so when you were married to her, but everybody else did. Hey, youth is beautiful. And that's like, well, when she was young, she was really cute. I'm like, I've seen her when she was really young and no, she wasn't. (laughs) She wasn't fugly like she is now, but she was never like hot. I'm like, but that's okay. (sighs) I don't know. I don't even know her. I don't even remember no, her. No, I just have to remind him that you were, you're ugly too, by the way. <laughs> and so she was a good match for you. It was a match made in heaven. Now, how you got me is a mystery to, to all. But Well, I don't know. You're pretty cute. <laughs> you're not as cute as you think you are. I'm like, bullshit. Oh, that's a lie. <laughs> that's what I said. I usually laugh. I'm that's like, a lie right, and you know it. You know what? I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> literally. Like, I'm like. It's, we could literally continue and kill ourselves over this. I'm not, honest I'm God, not interested. I'm like, it's a conversation <laughs> that you can have with yourself forever. Mm. And it's never going to be true. No. I'm sorry. I, no. 
In fact, I told Daryl, you know, because we bought the cameras, so when we go live on Twitch, we'll uh-huh. actually, people, we actually... It's funny, here we are us. saying all this, but neither one of us will go on. We're like, oh, I'm not going on camera today. Are you kidding me? Well, no, not today. Hell We're no. not prepared. You have to be mentally prepared for stuff like that. Because <laughs> we might look different the next Sunday we do So this. I told Daryl, he goes, you guys want to... He's like, do you want to go live with cameras today? Because now that we have them. And I said, no, because we haven't even set them up. We don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah. I said, and frankly, I have to mentally prepare myself for the vitriol and the gross and the hate that I'm going to get from people that i do not know oh, you saying think? that i'm disgusting yeah that's true and he's like that's not gonna happen i go it is it's going, probably to happen. going to happen and i don't mean it's gonna happen immediately i said but god forbid we get traction At we're gonna get we're gonna get the incels and the bitches hey, you never know we might get it right away you never know. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh my God, I well, thought she said she got Botox. I, I, yeah. I am a big believer that most people like for Yelp reviews, any kind mm. of reviews, all that stuff. It's always the bad ones. Usually. Yeah. I mean, I try, I try to do good ones too. I make a practice of only leaving good reviews. Yeah. If I don't like something, I don't leave anything. Yeah, right. Yeah. I just don't. Because I do. I'm like, I no. will if it's multiple times. It has to be offensive. Yeah. Really offensive. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree because I don't. I normally I just always leave good reviews. I I hate Yelp in general because I think it can ruin a good business. True, some crazy person can just decide whatever they want, and I hate that so yeah. much. But as far as comments about my appearance, I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. I mean, I have yeah. to just accept that that's going to happen. Yeah, probably. But I'm not excited about it. No, me either. And I told Daryl, I said, it's going to be kind of like when I go to the doctor. I don't tell, don't tell me how much I weigh. Let's just move on with our mm. lives. I'm going to tell him the same thing. I'm like, don't tell me what they say. Just let's move on with our yeah, lives. Yeah, that, like, like, that's what Khloe Kardashian tries to do. And then she's like, I can't stand it. And then she looks. Yeah, I'm not. I have no problem not looking. Yeah. I'm very good at denial. I don't. Very, very yeah. good at it. I don't, you know, I, it, I'm just not going to do it. If you yeah. want to. I don't know what I'll do. Mm-mm. I don't know. I'm pretty vain and pretty I conceited. Know. So I think I can probably take it. Um, you think you can? I think I can. Okay. <laughs> until they, until you can't. Um, okay. So really quick with the Kanye drama. Um, oh, God. Here's the only way I look at it is this. First of all, and this is going to be a controversial opinion, and you can disagree with okay. me. Side note. I don't think Britney Spears has mental health issues. (laughs) I think that she has been abused and traumatized. And I think she's a traumatized person Mm -hmm. and she doesn't know how to handle what's happening or that she's free. Yeah. I don't think she's got, I don't necessarily believe that she was bipolar. I think that she was driven to madness. That could be. By a lot of the control that she was under. And she's trauma. It's trauma. And I, I hope that she's getting some professional help at some point when she's done doing whatever she's doing to feel free I can't fathom what it what it must be like to feel like you had been held hostage your whole life by these horrible people and now yeah probably one can't trust anyone and two you're just literally like I just need to be naked for everything like I just (laughs) need to feel as uninhibited as possible yeah I I know that's a controversial opinion. A lot of people are like, bullshit, she's crazy. And I'm like, I don't think she's crazy. I I really don't. I've listened to this girl talk when she's lucid. Yeah. And I've never heard her be like Kanye in a million years. No, he's nuts. He's fucking crazy. Yeah, he is. And I know that's a... You're not supposed to say that in this day well, and age. okay, right. But I'm saying it. Because it's a generalization. He's unhinged. He's unhinged. And I fully believe it's because his mother died. Maybe. I think he's always been unstable. His mother, I only because I'm a mother, and when it comes to my kids' mental health, I am very harsh oh, with, the, right, my, right, with right. my kids. Yeah, that's a good point. His mother was like, you 
absolutely will take your medication. Yeah. You have to. As God is my witness, you will take your meds. And he's like, yeah. fine, mom. And he loved his mother. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And then she died. Yeah. And he's never been the same. And no, he's, he's never, never recovered. No. And it's because he's completely unmedicated. Totally. Now that That man is definitely ill. Yeah, he is. And the fact that he is not... Like, how is he getting into executives? Like, he was... He showed porn to Adidas executive. I'm like, how did he even get in that? Meeting? I don't know. You know what? That's what gets me. You know, it's like these people inflate his, his, his. Cause he's a billionaire. Cause he's a billionaire. Yes. But I mean like, why has Adidas not cut anybody else who's done what he's done? They'd would be, be done dead to the world. Like, like why isn't he in some uh, psychiatric facility? Well, I'm not, or... even, not even that. I mean, I'm just saying these, these ginormous conglomerate businesses <clears throat> yes have not cut ties with him professionally no no one else would get away with that not a woman no one no Definitely woman not a woman a woman would never for sure get away with um that. and so that's why i just don't get why no one's willing to break it so because it gives him power it gives him press it gives him the ability yes. to be in the media you mm-hmm. know what i mean and he and it continues to inflate his what he thinks he's mm. so delusional oh stuff about who i mean this guy literally thinks he's jesus he started a fucking religion and yeah and, and goddamn celebrities like fucking katie perry showed up to his sunday sermons i'm like you know what i always disliked you katie perry now i hate you i hate anyone who has anything to do with you are unfucking believable yeah you know what and i'm so grateful that that kim oh she got out she, well not only did she get out but she was still doing the whole stand by him he's yeah. the father of my kids you for know, about for, a minute uh, like a year yeah which is forever yeah, yeah. and i'm time. like stop defending him he crucifies you in the media not he to mention the most he's, horrible things about you he's put his children at risk now yes i'm like it's so crazy stop defending him oh he's mm-hmm. the father of my kids i'm never gonna say fuck you hey i have some fathers of my kids and i wouldn't touch them with a 50 Thank foot you. pole yeah especially if they were out doing this kind of visceral damage that he's been doing in the yeah. public it's really know? easy to cut people off well she has finally yes. now she's like fuck you i'm raising these kids you can say whatever you fucking want in the media, but I the kids are mine. Yeah. And so she's been keeping them protected. And it's pretty easy for her, I think, because he wouldn't she's lucky dare. Mm-hmm. Well, he has no legal. He's not like he can come after her and be no. like, I want custody. No one would. <laughs> right? <laughs> so she's just like, spin off into your own world, you weirdo. And yes. leave me alone. And now he's decided to attack Jews, which is really the kiss of death. <laughs> Usually. I think I briefly saw something that was printed this morning. And I'm like, I, you know what? I just can't. It's something new every day with yeah, him. Yeah, I think the problem with him attacking the Jewish community is that, you know, unfortunately, um, Mel Gibson got away with it. And that fool <laughs> still works, which is shocking to me. Barely, though. But he still exists. He does exist. He has not Whereas been Whereas this could essentially end Kanye. It I, should. It won't, but yeah. I mean, you're right. It could, but it could. It could. It should. Mm-hmm. But it won't. Anyway, it's it's really... I, I'm not even sad about it anymore. Oh my God. I was For me, I was never sad about it. He's so rich. He should just go mm-hmm. off into oblivion and live his life on his Wyoming ranch. And what's funny is he's not... He says a lot of stuff, but he hasn't actually actively physically hurt anybody yet. No. So we'll see. You know, maybe he'll start a cult. Oh, he already has. Uh, yeah, that whole Sunday of. service thing that is was so weird. weird. Everybody it's, wearing white robes. It's weird. It was weird. And Kim should never let her children have anything to do with that. Ever. Okay, moving on. Now, really quick, this is also to me is drama. Oh, my God. Did you? Okay. What? So, tell me. Just really quick. What? Did, um, when we were binging, I binged Dahmer. I refuse to watch it. Why? 
Because is it is it the controversy of it all? What's the controversy? Well, the victims, you know, uh, families have come out and said, "Look, Netflix didn't ask us shit about this. They just they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't appreciate it not being consulted." One mm. of the mothers, in particular, you know, she has she has sued anybody and everybody from day one who tried to profit off of the the death of her son. Good, and I I get it. Yeah, she specifically was like, "Look, you know, they should have come to us. We should get money from this. They should yeah. be profiting off of it." I agree. You know, and just a lot of that things. is not the controversy. I well. First of all, I 100% back the victims' families. Yeah. 100% when it comes to Jeffrey Dahmer. And I don't know why it's different, but I will say this. I, we were alive. I don't know how old you were when Jeffrey Dahmer happened. 1991 was when he got arrested. Okay. So we were kids, but I remember. I had a child. Oh, 91. My daughter was was thinking 81. Yeah. I was 18. Yeah. So I was 20, 20, 21, depending. And so I remember that really well. And I remember thinking how horrifying it was, especially the yeah. fact that one of them actually tried to escape and then ended up getting sent back. Yep. This came at a, this came at a time when we didn't really look at things the way we look things now. And yeah. now I look back at it and I'm like, this white motherfucker took advantage of young black gay boys. Yes, he did. He was, in my opinion, racist. Yeah. In, in a, in a weird sense, it, it, he wasn't actively like KKK racist, he but he knew what he was doing and he, he did know what he was he doing. He chose because he could get away with it because exactly. no one was going to care. Exactly. And except for their families. So he's no different in my mind than any other serial killer. Oh no, he's a 100% a ser- monster well, serial, serial killer. Well, serial killers yes. will pick their victims so yeah. they can prolong their act, you know, exactly. right? And he's no different. Mm-hmm. And so that's why a lot of black, young black women, Women yes. usually indigenous and black women are one hundred percent always the first targeted victims. prostitutes, yes. homeless yes. people because yes. nobody notices them and nobody mm-hmm. cares when they disappear. And what made it worse to me is the cops. Oh God, they're so bad. He could have been caught three times over and Eddie. wasn't, and it's disgusting to me. It so I did not watch it for those reasons. It's my yeah. own personal reasons. Not like yeah. I have like I'm standing my you know protesting uh, or right. anything. But I'm like, first of all, I know exactly what happened. The only thing I can say is I'm so grateful that he got what he deserved in the end. Yeah, he did. I mean, it God. was a very, it was a very different point of view. It was, people were like, oh, they romanticized. No, they didn't. I don't think so. They didn't. Um, I don't think that's Because the if it would have been like that, I would have been turned off by it too. Sure, sure. I, I struggled to watch, I watch everything. I know you do. When it comes to crime, True crime. TV, all mm-hmm, of that. And mm-hmm. I, it's almost nothing rattles my cage with the very with the exception of children, children. yep mm-hmm. that's the only thing that really gets me when I see stuff like that but sure. other than that when it's adult on adult I still don't did you it, think it was good uh, I I I had to stop watching uh, so it's 10 episodes yes by episode five I had to take a break I could not finish the whole thing because it was so intense yeah. and one thing I will say is it did give me a different perspective I think you're right in the 90s I think we all still not all but society in general mm-hmm turned their nose up to we didn't homosexuals oh for sure yeah it was like you didn't talk about it we knew it was during the AIDS era yeah Yeah. I mean so it was like a lot of people didn't have a lot of sympathy for the victims back then because they're like you know what they were gay they were living their lifestyle that's what they get yes that's what they get you know if they wouldn't have they they shouldn't have they were at risk because of what they were doing you know Mm -hmm. blah 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 but now 30 something years later I see it differently I see it so different and I'm like my god so subjected to so 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 and right their families were had rejected them already and they were doing things that 
even though it was in the shadows as far mm-hmm. as like a lifestyle, they were trying to embrace freedom of yeah. who they were, what they were. Yes. They were kind of at the dawn of, of all of yes. that happening. I would agree. And the people who were willing to go to gay clubs and be and be out and just say, hey, I'm gay, yeah. you know, were not, were few. So these, a lot of these victims were people who had done that. Oh, people who were like, look, I'm gay. Their families knew they were gay. Yeah. Their friends, you know, it was not, a th- they were not hiding in the closet anymore. Yeah. So it was, it was almost worse to me yeah. because they were trying to embrace and be free. And they met this monster mm-hmm. um, who was so conflicted for so many reasons. He was very much homosexual. Oh yeah. He was gay. hundred percent. But he struggled with being homosexual his mother was severely mentally ill. Oh yeah. Severely. And his father didn't know how to deal with the mom Any of it. or him. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of, you know, and a, a lot of the perspective was from his father, which was hard for people because yeah. if you, the father didn't have anything to do with it. He had no knowledge of it. He, no. he couldn't have prevented what happened. No, he didn't know. Um, but nobody wants to give him any kind of empathy because his son was so horrible. I think that's a really common feeling it in is. the world. I mean, think about the guy that killed Gabby Petito. Oh, God. His parents, they're they are so certain that they covered and hid for their son. I don't know if they did or they didn't. I don't... I don't think they did. But what I will say about, the, about Dahmer was that his father had unwavering love for his son, no matter... He knew exactly what he did. The police were... The, he they was one of the details. first people... They were one of the, well, he was think one about, of the first people to think know. About, think about when Chris Watts admitted to his father that he killed his, his babies <sighs> and his wife. The, the, the father was just like, I'm glad you told me, son. And I'm like, I would, first of all. You, you, but you don't know what you would do. Well, you know, I've thought about this because of all of these situations, yeah. including the Dahmer thing, because his parents were kind of really highly involved in the whole world, the whole surrounding story of Jeffrey Dahmer. Correct. And so I thought about it and I said, I can't think of one thing that would keep me from loving my child. Nothing. Um, even there are worse things than murder. And well, and Jeffrey Dahmer did them all. I know he did, but he I tortured mean, people. Well, I meant like hurting children and stuff. Well, one of his victims was 14, 14 I and know. he drilled a hole in his head and poured <clears throat> acid in it while he was alive. It's disgusting. So yes, um, he did. And so he, this I'm, was the one that escaped and the police brought him back. Right. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out. So imagine your child did that. No, it would make you throw up. <laughs> it would make but you throw this, up. And the father knew and he was like, I, he cared, but he still loved his son. Like well, my I think, son. I think that genetically speaking, I think it's hard to. It's hard for people who have love for their family to never have love for something that you made or that you like. I think it's really hard to cut that off. I think it's more. I think you can. I think you can say that you have love for something that used to be, but they're no longer who they are anymore. But he was though. That was that's the weird thing about it. Well, like he was. He was. People think that that was that he was truly evil and that he was just really good at acting. No. He was not. You don't think Jeffrey Dahmer no. was evil? No, I don't. You think he was just ill? I think he was ill. I think he was a sociopath for sure. Well, I think everybody who does shit like that is not normal. I mean, they're I mean, Ill. he was psychotic. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But he, but he was, you know. And I had this conversation with a friend at work the other day, who is hundred percent convinced that peep that sociopaths that turn into to psychotic, you know, serial, serial killers. killers and stuff, they're not born that way. They're made. She fully. I, I don't, don't believe that. See, and so her and I were kind of debating about it. I'm like, I think you know what. Some are born that way. I think some are predisposed to it and mm-hmm. then add a certain environment. It's like a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. But at the same time with him, 
I very much think that I don't think he was born a sociopath. I think he was made a sociopath. Oh, you do. He oh, has his that, mother. He has that classic trait of not having a. His mother had no natural affection or bond for him when he was born. Oh, that she felt ca- nothing. Man, that can really him. cause problems. And she never did. That's so crazy. So from from birth, you know, he didn't he, have he a had mother. That weird, yeah. Uh-huh. He had just but a the caretaker. dad did. The dad loved his son. There is something though about a mother's rejection of its young. And they say that it doesn't something thrive. You never, you never like some people will recover from it but it's like it any statistic therapy. yeah it's like any statistic that I there's going to be that one needle in a haystack look at who's going to turn into a sociopath and be a serial killer i mean listen humans are mammals look at mammals who reject sure. their young in the wild absolutely those things either die or they become rogue weirdos yeah yeah for sure so yeah oh happy halloween everyone are you enjoying our scary i show? know right no i love it which leads, leads me into the next you know now there's this whole thing um People are buying Jeffrey Dahmer Halloween costumes. Absolutely not. I think it's stupid. It's and horrifying. Horrifying. And like, why would you Why wanna... would you do that? Yeah. So if you watch the show, if anybody watches the show. Just do a made up serial killer like Jason or yeah. Michael Voorhees. Jason Voorhees or Michael. I mean, those are good serial killers. Yeah. I mean, right. Don't I mean, be, don't be the, the real that, one. That's horrifying. It's horrifying. And I think that's part of the, the, the draw for this show off of this person well they made they made him look human he was Uh, human well he was listen people are fucked up yeah and and that's putting it mildly for serial killers but i'm just saying that it's it's a very odd species you can't yeah so you're never going to relate or Mm -mm. understand and i think that's what a lot of people wanted out of this show was like how does a person do the things that he did like how does a human being like that exist amongst us you know people like that really should be put down yeah well somebody (laughs) did that so the guy that killed him killed him and another guy i'm not i'm not sorry well and the cops did let them do it good Um, they should have i mean i have no sympathy it was horrible in the sense that you know um i don't care how how normal he was not that he was he wasn't normal i mean not monstrous he he didn't yeah right Right? like he's not what you would think he would be like even john wayne gacy was way more disgusting oh god he's a monster too he's dead but yeah yeah they're all dead thank god he got executed good so did uh fucking uh the florid the floridian monster um they have so many (laughs) i know no no the one that everybody thought was cute and he's not oh ted bundy ted bundy why did everybody think he was attractive well he was an attractive person as far as like if he wasn't what he a monster i don't think so i mean i just think he you know he was he was a, a frightening human he being. wanted to yes he was a monster truly but a monster. i think what, what got me about jeffrey dahmer is that his desire to kill wasn't because he liked to inflict pain and suffering on people mm. it had nothing to do with that it was in, it was it was literally just it happened because he couldn't leave the he didn't want these people to leave him that's so weird he was so deprived of emotional affection. and love and mm. affection that he couldn't get it any other way other than to force people. You know what? I would not be opposed to an incredibly good, that's a horrible grammatic sentence, but I would not be opposed to a really, really well-made documentary yeah. instead of a dramatization. Yeah. That I could I could get behind. Right. And I know there have been some. I, yeah. I'm sure. The oh, serial yeah, killer yeah. thing. They've been studying Dahmer for 
forever i mean well you have to study those psyches because you have to figure out why why and how yeah because we need to somehow understand right we have to understand but we can't yeah so and that's funny because the police and the people who were involved in the investigation everything were like look you're never going to understand like it's not you're never going to be at that level of him where you can be like okay i get why you did it yeah for me no no no. but i mean that leave it up to the to the archaeologists and the scientists and the psychiatrists to figure it out and they did all of that on him and all of them said the same thing they were like look he he's not a sadist like he doesn't get off on the pain and harm no it has nothing to do it's literally just incidental that they die Mm -hmm. um but you know it is really unfortunate how mothers can fuck up sons though isn't it god yeah because it's almost always that was the most heartbreaking part of it was the Mm -hmm. was the well obviously the victims yes 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 Well, well you're talking but the yeah. dad at the end, you know, when he's he was dead and he went to the morgue and his was he was unrecognizable. His face, his head was so smashed in. Yeah. Um. But they he wanted to see his son. Yeah. And he did. And that part was if you could break away from what the son had done. Yeah. And imagine as a parent, a parent, a parent can do the parents the only one that can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that that was sad. I'm sure. It well, did it was it was especially hard. if the dad I mean the dad was innocent of everything. He had nothing to do with how this happened. So I can see that being heartbreaking for sure. I mean yeah. there's humanity in everything, really. Um okay, yeah. so two more things and no, we gotta go. Let's let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Do you even oh, have geez, one? No, I've been quarantined in my house for ten days. Okay, well we're gonna. I have skip not even it. gone back to work yet. Literally tomorrow's. Okay, my first well day. we're gonna skip it. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll Sorry, see guys. you next week. <laughs> <laughs>